This recording is intended to be used as an educational resource for healthcare providers. It is in no way a substitute for the independent decision making and judgment of a qualified healthcare professional. It should not be used to make a diagnosis or to overrule the advice of a qualified healthcare provider, nor should it be used to provide advice for emergency medical treatment. Thank you for joining us. This short video is part of our master teacher series and features Dr. David Wessel. In the following video, he will discuss clinical insights related to the use of ECMO in the setting of cardiopulmonary resuscitation, also known as eCPR. David, could we turn now to um, the use of ECMO in the cardiac intensive care unit environment in particular? Um, as you well know, um, you were one of the pioneers of this kind of concept of eCPR or having ECMO available for uh, urgent and emergent cannulation in situations where the um, patient wasn't responding with return of spontaneous circulation after cardiac arrest. Uh, now that kind of concept has spread to many programs around the world. How should we be thinking about the use of ECMO um, in this environment and in this context? Well, I think it's true, Jeff, that ECMO has become part and parcel of therapies in the cardiac intensive care unit. It's uh, uh, part of our standard description of a patient's well-being in our morning reports, along with the vital sign description that's uh, published for the care team, uh, the patient's name, and then his status with respect to whether or not he's an ECMO candidate is published every day. And it just goes to the point that we've had the discussion with the parents and the family. And if there's any reason not to utilize ECMO, then that's clearly stated. But the default position otherwise is that if the patient has an unexpected cardiac arrest, that ECMO is part of the routine, the A, B, C, Ds, and Es of resuscitation. Having said that, uh, I, I think that one point I'd like to make is that we too easily reserve ECMO as rescue and perhaps don't these days bring it in as an intervention early enough. When we see the patient deteriorating, I would prefer to cannulate for ECMO during the deterioration rather than thinking, well, let's just see if we can get out of this because we know if we have a cardiac arrest, then we can put him on ECMO. We're going to have much better outcomes if we can intervene prior to a cardiac arrest with ECMO rather than waiting for a full cardiac resuscitation and then urgently trying to cannulate for ECMO. And I, I see us go back and forth as we learn we, uh, and our results get better. We then incorporate even more and more of a patient population that might benefit from ECMO. So we do more and more complicated patients for ECMO. But I also see us relying too much as a rescue therapy if the patient has a cardiac arrest. So I think we need to focus more on what the predictors of arrest are and to use a lot of the work that's going on now to help us understand who is most likely to have a cardiac arrest today. There's been some great work in Philadelphia and other places on cardiopulmonary resuscitation in the intensive care units, how to improve the outcomes, improve the quality of resuscitation. I think identifying the patients uh, risk factors, uh, sensitizing the staff at the bedside that this is an at-risk patient, and then trying to mitigate uh, all, all of the forces that come to bear that will uh, depress the cardiac output, lower the cardiac output are really important. However, 
if ECMO is the right therapy, then let's intervene before the child has a cardiac arrest, not after. So failure to rescue is, is a hot topic I know these days, but I'm seeing ECMO as part of that conversation that if we introduce ECMO more and more with, for resuscitation, it's interesting to see that the outcomes over the last 15 years from in terms of survival using ECMO for resuscitation have been about 50%, and it really hasn't changed very much in the last 15 years, and there are a variety of reasons for that. But I really hope that we can focus more on when to intervene earlier to support the myocardium. Thank you for viewing this case reflection on eCPR, or the use of ECMO in cardiopulmonary resuscitation. If you would like to view additional case explanations in this series, please see them on the Open Pediatrics website. This recording is a production of Open Pediatrics, a free and open access resource for pediatric clinicians worldwide. For more pediatric care materials or to join our global community, please visit our website at openpediatrics.org.